It is 8.30 and you're now tuned into another episode of, well, that's my son in the background, of Julian's World. Give me a a minute, guys, to detox. Last episode was last week, uh, almost around this time, maybe a little earlier, but I have so much things to talk about, so many things to talk about. So little time to talk about it because I don't want it to become a stale topic. I really people are looking at me and like I I wasn't supposed to do this. I'm just kind of like, I don't even know if I'm going to finish this. I might not even post it because I just watched Avengers Endgame Thursday before the official opening date Friday. So I watched it on the... um, was either 24th or 25th on Thursday night around seven o'clock. And I booked them tickets a week before. And all I could get was uh, a seat almost close to the screen, probably the closest. But thanks to the theater, the um, the reclining seats don't make the closeness of the screen seem like it's that bad. Uh, oh, son. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm I, I really. I have so much in my mind. I'm feeling a type of way. I got up to work today and I came right back home. I'm just like, I got so much on my mind right now. I'm, I'm looking at a a channel, a, ch- a children channel. And the, the name of the guy on the channel, his name is Thor. And he's actually like a man. He's not like a, a hammer wielding God or anything. He's like a regular dude reading some pamphlets to the um, to viewers on the children's channel. It, I am going through it. Um, hold on one second. Back up, son. I am sorry. My son spilled the beer that was sitting next to me all over the carpet, but that's lovely. And we do not get mad. It's okay. I cleaned it all up. So sorry for the brief intermission, but you guys wouldn't have known because that's how I do things. I just smashed the video, the podcast right amongst the last time I was recording we keep it moving, keep it rolling. Just as if I had an infinity gauntlet and I snapped my fingers, you wouldn't have known a thing. Oh, the reason I feel this kind of sentiment for the movie is because it is convoluted. It is complex. It is deep. It's amazing. It has so many amazing rushes of feelings in it that I can't just, I, I don't think I'm qualified to just give you an opinion on how I feel about the movie besides just that. So I'm going to do that. Um, aside from everything else, the little details, I'm going to miss a lot of stuff. I've been watching since Thursday, video after video, uh, reaction video after reaction video on YouTube, not podcasts, reaction video after reaction video. I've been watching uh, follow-ups, uh, theories, speculations, um, things that people think is going to happen, things that people may have missed, Easter eggs. I've been watching so many videos, uh, and I feel as though... Sorry. Um, Oh, real quick. Let me just do a side note. I'm in the living room. My son's sitting here having a good time. Uh, There's food cooking in the back in the kitchen. So if you hear that, you know how I do my thing. It's not the surrounding crap that matters, but it's the voice and the word that matters. And that's what you're getting. That's what you're hearing. Uh, You also hear my son. That's what you're getting. That's what you're hearing. And honestly, I like to be a little laid back in my videos, in my podcasts, in my radios, whatever. 
whatever you want to call this. And I just like to give it to you the way it is raw. I don't want the lights, camera and action, none of that. We'll get to that. But for now, it's you, me, intimate moment, no one else. Let's get it. So Avengers Endgame is a follow up to uh, Avengers Infinity War, which you know how that went. Um, and looking back, that left us in a, 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 I would say, a state of feeling paralyzed. Uh, it was a state of feeling paralyzed when Th- Thanos got to the end of the journey and got all these Infinity Stones, fought the Avengers. He pretty much manhandled, put Hulk's ass in his own hand in the beginning in the first 10 minutes of the movie after Loki says, we got a Hulk. Yeah, Thanos was like, I I really don't care. And even Thanos uh, groupie, you know, they were kind of like, no, let Thanos have his fun as the Hulk seemingly appeared to be beating Thanos. But really, (laughs) Thanos was just kind of chilling. And then he just turns around and, and completely, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Oh, and spoiler alert, by the way, I don't want to be like LaShawn McCoy and just ruin the Avengers movie before anybody sees it. You know, that's really effed up. He used to play on the Philadelphia Eagles, whatever. Great. That's wonderful. But that's still messed up. I, I don't want to give him a pass. You, you just completely tweeted out the ending of the movie in such a selfish individualized perspective and forgot that you have a following of millions of people that may have not have seen the movie. You know, uh, people got to work. They don't have a million dollar salary, you know, and people got to work and they're, you know, people like you and me that, you know, have to make time to see the movie. And there they go, tweeting it away. Tony Stark dies. Wow. I, I don't even know how to, um, now, I feel like a weirdo for saying that, even though I did say spoiler alert, and I'm going to make sure that I title this video. I keep saying video. I know I'm supposed to be doing videos, guys. Um, I'm going to title this podcast uh, The Avengers Infinity War, or, oh my God, Avengers Endgame, and I'm also going to say um, um, spoiler alert, just so somebody can't accidentally click here. But due to everybody wanting to know what happened, due to everybody still being invested in the movie, even if this had a spoiler alert and somebody didn't see the movie, you're going to probably click it because people are so invested into this movie. People are so interested in it, intrigued in it. And it's like, what do we do now? We spent 22 odd movies building up to this point And the Russell brothers just dropped a bomb on us. I have been it. That's why it took me so many days to get to this point. OK, that. <laughs> It took me that many days to get to this point because I have a I, I am full of emotions from this man. I mean, a, a lot of people said before they watched the movie, see, there was a very, very, very special showing on Wednesday, which you pretty much had to be like the damn near part of the Avengers to go to that um, people got to see the movie a day before the special showing on Thursday. And those people kind of like really quickly, without spoiling it, went to the the internet and, and pretty much said, this was the greatest movie ever. This was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe something of such cinematic glory and majesty just happened in my lifetime. I laughed. I cried. I sobbed. I was angry. I, I, you know, there were so many people full of emotions after this movie. So when I went into it, I was just like, 
before, you know, it would be sold out. I knew I had to go see it. I knew I had to bring my family, make sure my family was in those seats to go see this movie. Because if we didn't see it, somebody's going to spoil it. And I'm glad we did see it because somebody did spoil it. (laughs) And, you know, it's only been a few days. So I am feeling a plethora of emotions. Um, I I don't that's why it's taken me so long to formulate an exact pinpoint opinion. Um, Let me just make it easy. Did I love the movie? Yes, I love the movie. Uh, Do I want to nitpick at it? No, I don't want to nitpick at it. Was it perfect? Of course it wasn't perfect. And I think that's because we all have our own idea of what we believe something should be. So in my eyes, there were some things that I did want. I was selfish. I knew I was probably one of the only few people that wish Wolverine kind of just popped up at the end of the time machine at the end of the movie. I I know. I know that wasn't supposed to happen, but why not? We've been waiting for it. Fans have been waiting for it. Fans have been saying there is, you know, maybe Wolverine or some kind of X-Men correlation can get involved into the movie. That's what we were waiting for. Well, that's what I was waiting for. So. Aside from that, I mean, the movie was great. I did wish, I, I wish I could have seen Wolverine and Tony Stark look at each other eye to eye before the series was over. That would have been, in my eyes, one of the greatest finale endings, built up moments. You take the universe from the X-Men, the universe from uh, Marvel's um, uh, Avengers Infinity Stone storyline, and just kind of mesh them at the end. And who said... Oh, the X-Men are of another universe. You can't do that. Well, hence, uh, uh, Scott Lang and his time machine and his dimensions could have easily pulled that off at the end. He could have easily pulled that off. Anybody saying, oh, Logan's dead, Logan's dead. Well, Scott Lang, hence Ant-Man, if you're not really a fan, but you know Ant-Man, but don't know his real name. Um, Ant-Man totally could have pulled that kind of perspective off and I thought they would have done it. See, I was kind of like waiting throughout that movie, which I really didn't touch on the movie yet. I'll get there. I don't know how long this is going to be, but I feel as though there was a few scenes that I just thought X-Men was just going to kind of roll in. One of those scenes was, oh man, I should have worked my way into this. I shouldn't have just started here. This is probably one of the highlight climaxes of the movie even though the movie had about 10 climaxes the scene and and one of the biggest climaxes was actually within the first 10 minutes of the movie oh man there's so many things i want to talk about let me just clear this one up first and then i'll get back to the beginning um one of the scenes where i could have sworn x-men and i might be the only one in in this box right now i don't know if anybody feels the way i did but when everybody when captain kind of stood up to thanos right and that climatic scene when uh, Falcon's like, Cap, are you there on your left? And then Cap j- or, or Falcon just kind of swings in through the portals, which were supplied by those masters of magic. And then out of nowhere, Black Panther shows up with his squad. You see the Guardians of the Galaxy show up with their squad. Spider-Man just kind of pops up, has a very emotional scene really quickly. See, there were so many scenes. It's I'm kind of going on a limb, just kind of pulling from memory, only seeing it, seeing it once. Um, 
Yeah, that it's a very deep three-hour movie. So I'm covering a lot, but at the same time, I'm going to miss a lot. So bear with me. Um, so that scene. All right, but let's just skip over that for a second. I could have sworn after Captain Marvel and, you know, the crew kind of got like, not beat, but kind of like, you know, down boy. Thanos kind of had them down. And then out of nowhere, Thanos's ship started shooting at, I don't know, there's terminology for this. I might not know it all. I'm just on a head rush right now. So excuse me. But Thanos ships start shooting and they, they change from shooting down below on the battlefield. And then they start shooting up into the sky. And then everybody's like, what are they shooting at? And in my opinion, I'm like, well, everybody that we've been introduced to is already down fighting. So what could they be shooting at? At that moment, you, you feel where I'm going here, right? You know where I'm going here. I could have sworn X-Men was going to come out of nowhere. I know that would have been the strangest storyline, but I just thought like X-Men was just going to swing out of nowhere. And here we are. And also in this, I, I, it must have just been me being such an X-Men fan, just waiting for X-Men to swing in. Um, uh, and another scene, sorry for the pause. And another scene, uh, that scene where I was just mentioning where the portals were opened up the voice on the intercom or whatever, the walkie-talkie where he was like, Cap, on your left. I could have sworn that was X-Men too. Obviously, that was just ple- trying to please my fanism for X-Men. And I shouldn't have invested that much time believing that the X-Men was going to be in it. Now, aside from that, I do understand now that the rights are acquired that the X-Men are going to be in the whole Marvel uh mesh up with uh, what sony disney I, whatever it is correct me if i'm wrong i don't know how it works but i just know that they were a part of another group let's just say they were a part of uh, uh sony and then they were just bought now disney has them okay so i'm just hoping that um they do that right i'm not gonna nitpick at it however they do it i'm down but i do know that if you go back to the Wolverine storyline. And if you go back to the Wolverine storyline, or sorry, Hugh Jackman's real life storyline, even Hugh Jackman said after Logan, when he was asked if he would ever play Wolverine again, he said, well, (laughs) there's a special occasion. And that special occasion is pretty much hence when he, if he could get the handout to uh, team up with the Avengers. Now, that was soft. I don't know. He didn't really harp on it too much, but maybe there's an Avengers movie in the future. I don't think this is going to be the end. There's going to be a lot more. See, Marvel is in the right place right now to keep banging these things out. It's not over. It's not finished. It's not done. It's not the final snap. Um, And while I'm on that snap, final snap, see, a lot of these reaction videos went from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. My reaction to the movie, I'm going to just pull these scenes out of my imagination from when I remember them happening. So I'm going to start with um, as we're on the snap, I'm going to just pick up from the end of the movie. That epic Iron Man scene when he pretty much just said Thanos was Thanos was kicking ass and Iron Man, you know, kind of swooped in. And before that, you know, Iron Man was like talking to Dr. Strange, like Dr. Strange. Is this the way? Is this the one? Because if you don't remember in an Infinity War, see, I'm going to harp back, back and forth. Infinity War, Doctor Strange was like, um, how, when they ask, when they ask, how many timelines did you go through? How many 
times have you played this in your head? And he said, what, so many millions of times and there was only one way. And when Iron Man said, is this the way? Doctor Strange holds up his finger, symbolizing one. And that's when Iron Man got the hint. And Iron Man wanted to know. He didn't tell him in that moment that that was the way. He said, if I told you, you're not going to do what you're supposed to do. So in that scene, Iron Man's like, all right, whatever. They start fighting again. And then once Doctor Strange puts up that finger for one, he symbolizes, he really quick shows Iron Man that this is the only way you know what to do. And it's just like intuitively, Iron Man just was like, okay, I know what to do. And he literally started lunging at Thanos. They had a quick fight. Iron Man tries to pull the gauntlet off Thanos' hand. It did not work. Iron Man gets pretty much like manhandled and thrown to the side and he's sitting there and then it, the camera goes back to Thanos uh Josh Brolin who did a phenomenal job I would say probably hands down the best villain I've ever seen on television let's just put it like that to be frank does a phenomenal job he says like I told you all it is inevitable I am pretty much like he's saying like basically I'm God you know even though he's not God he's a titan and he's like it was gonna happen anyway and as he puts his fingers in the hand to do that snap, snap, woo, do you know in that moment I thought it was over? I said, and we still lose the fate of all this? Is we still lost? There was nothing that was going to convince me that I did not just watch what I just watched. There was no way to unsee Thanos with the gauntlet on his hand and the stones imaginatively on his gauntlet snap but nothing happened. Wow. That was such a, mm, that was such an invested moment for us to believe that it still happened again. And then he's like, uh, empty snap, empty snap, nothing happened. And then the camera pans over to Iron Man and Iron Man's laying there and he stands up and he, on his, on his, on his knees. And he's like, I am Iron Man. And as the camera pans to his hand, he turns his hand. The freaking Infinity Stones have just meshed into his Iron Man armor. And he goes, snap. And boom, the screen turns white. Oh, my. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now you. Oh. Now you see why. I got emotional. Oh, man, I just got I didn't I don't even think I gave that scene enough justification. I don't even think I gave that scene enough of what I saw personally with my eyes in that. I don't even think I, I, I gave justice to the scene. Watch that movie for yourself. Yes. I was blown away. The, the writers created a, a such a, a way of telling that story, even by us believing Thanos did it again. I mean, how many climaxes can we go through? And of course, that really effed up uh, Tony Stark. That really effed him up. Boy, there's so many ways they tell these stories in the comics, you know, that I didn't think that I'd ever be able to see Iron Man put on the gauntlet but in the comic book i there's there's a guy on um his name is rob he's on youtube he's phenomenal 
at telling the comic stories. He'll tell you anything. Go to Comics Explain and subscribe to his channel. The way he breaks down these shows are, are these comics. You can go more in detail with what you, you whatever you can imagine. They probably did in the comic book world for um, each of these storylines. I mean, there's a comic where Nebula actually uh, apprehends the gauntlet and be- becomes all time powerful. There's a comic where, you know, Wolverine and Thanos had a showdown, actually, which was kind of touched upon without Wolverine in the uh, Infinity Infinity War storyline, pretty much where um, um, Drax was trying to run at Thanos. And then he pretty much just like, you know, pretty much destroyed them all. Well, Wolverine actually was in that scene in the uh, comic. So like there's a lot of storylines. I'm not bringing it any credit. Um, but just to see them touch on the storylines that they did, of course, we're all going to want, we're going to want all of the storylines in every way that you can tell them imaginable, but that's just preposterous. You can't tell every comic the way they tell them. There are storylines where, okay, while this is on my imagination and in, in my mind right now, let me just touch on this, where Captain America, when he got back on that elevator scene and... Captain America was like on that elevator and we were all waiting for Captain America to pretty much hand their asses to them. But instead he like was like, uh, um, I'll take it from here. And they're like, no, we got orders to do this. And he was like, oh, no, I got it. Hail Hydra. And they let it go and they let him walk off peacefully. And in our imagination, that was awesome because we remember him kicking their ass. We could see that again, but we can always just turn on a DVD and watch Civil War or, or Winter Soldier again or whatever it was. And, you know, we'll still be pleased, appeased in that moment. But how they did that was phenomenal because they that was actually kudos to the comic, which there was a whole comic where Captain America was actually uh, working for Hydra. See, so they touched on Easter eggs like that, but. Sometimes they just kind of left it to our imagination. So by him saying Hail Hydra, it was kind of like a cool little high five to the comic that actually was uh, sorry, that actually was part of um, a whole storyline of Captain America doing that crap. So um, sorry, I had to migrate to the next room. I got so much on my mind. Uh, There was so much distractions going on outside. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm sure I'm going to be followed. But um, and then where do you go from there? Let me just let me just say there are some things that I thought in the movie that were kind of like, all right, really? I mean, you did it already. And that being when um, the Avengers kind of like get together in the beginning of the movie, you know, they have to get everybody on board, you know, and Iron Man was kind of like not having it because Iron Man already kind of like due to the snap. Yeah, things suck, but. I mean, out of everybody else, his family was kind of like, well, put together and, you know, you can't really complain about that. I mean, his family was there. His son, you know, his daughter, sorry, son, his daughter was there, you know, and in his eyes, he was kind of like not trying to he was not trying to go down that road again because he was pretty much essentially okay. I mean, you can't you can't blame the guy. Iron Man pretty much was like, you know, I. I had to lose a lot, but, you know, my family is here with me, so I don't want to I don't want to sacrifice that. And he he <laughs> verbatim said that in the movie. So, you know, and this was in the beginning 10 minutes. I know I'm jumping around, 
And then that's how I'm going to do it because I'm not reading from bullet points or anything. I'm just kind of like bringing it to you as it comes to my memory. Um, cause I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm having a tough time doing this review also because I'm full of emotions. I'm full of excitement. And, and when you have it like that, it's so raw. It's hard to just talk about something when you're just full of excitement about it. Um, you're going to miss things. So I'm going to miss a whole lot, like I said before, but so then we get to a point where Iron Man is kind of like, no, I don't want to do this. And then the Avengers have to convince him we have a chance. And I want to give the credit. I want to give the Oscar in that moment to um, Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, Ant-Man. I know it's three names. Ant-Man, <laughs> who pretty much damn there convinces Tony Stark, like, look, you got your lifestyle here. Everything's good for you. But look, I lost my family. Yeah, I got my daughter. Yeah, she's grown, whatever. But I lost my family. Like, I, I don't have a happy home. You know, I have dust and we need you to fight with us, period. Tony Stark pretty much was like, damn, that's sad. Yeah, um, no, uh, look, it's just not going to work. I need my approval of safety. And I don't think that's a safe idea. You're talking about time travel. And basically, like, essentially just... <clears throat> looks at everybody says it's you know if you don't bring it up again then you guys can stay for dinner by six <laughs> you know and that was that um and then we move on and i really didn't like see i'm all excited i'm all over the place i really didn't like how but it was needed how fast they found thanos tony stark pretty much was at home um thinking about what the avengers talked to him about earlier and he's working on his own time travel and basically he figures it out he tells pepper Potts. pepper Potts is like all right well you gotta do what you gotta do and he literally hops in his audi and takes off and meets up with captain america they talk for a little bit inside i guess you know the industries uh the avengers building and literally have a conversation about where they can find thanos and then Captain Marvel kind of just kind of, you know, pops up who they who is overly powered and all that. But they they really didn't give her that much justice. Yeah, she had a couple of cool scenes, but I thought there was going to be a little bit more intertwined with her character, with the Avengers. It's like they just didn't want to give her that much. I mean, I watched her annihilate hands down motherships of Thanos just flying through them, not even like punching them, just flew through them. And, and brought them to a halt and they demolished and fell to the ground. But she needed help walking a gauntlet over to the van that I don't know. She needed a whole a girl force of a force. That's the technical uh, terminology for the group of women that band behind her. In my imagination, I'm like, yo, she doesn't need any help. But OK, yes. Yes. And, and for that moment, I'm all down with those women banding together. But in that moment, it, it, you could see that Marvel did a bad job in bringing attention to the females of the comic world. Because in that moment, if they all just jumped in front of the camera at that one moment and we all knew, OK, all these women are here, then they didn't do a, a good enough job showcasing them as well. Until one specific moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you see a bunch of guys on the screen, you don't say, oh, look, like there are a bunch of guys. No, because you're used to it. But to see a bunch of women, it's like they didn't showcase them before that moment. 
you know, I, I just didn't like how they all just popped up together and did girl power, like, you know, some power puff and just went into battle. No, we should have seen them throughout the movies a long time ago. And Black Widow should have definitely been in that scene. But, oh, no, you had to kill her off before, you know. Yeah, so, but like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I loved it. I'm not nitpicking. I'm just saying of anything. And I, I, and, and the, I guess the other thing, the other con, and I don't want to be that kind of dude, but no pun intended con kind of dude, but how fast they, they just literally tracked down Thanos and they just said, hey, it was a really cool scene, by the way. I like how, you know, Thanos is kind of like, <laughs> looks like he's making some green herbal tea or something. And he's just minding his business. He has a Hanes gray T-shirt on. You know, he's kind of just walking around. You can obviously see the damage on his arm, his left arm, which the gauntlet was still wielded to because um, by snapping his fingers, it took a toll on him. And it shows it's just put your eye on him. You can obviously see he's hurting. And as he's walking into his hut before all of that, He's kind of like limping up the steps. So Thanos, Thanos is kind of hurt. He's kind of butt hurt. But his objective was already complete. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. He doesn't look apologetic for it. It looks like he's just like waiting on this little almost like like feeling of apoptolytic, apoptolytic, whatever planet. I'm tired. And you can tell he's kind of just like, I'm here. I'm done. My mission's done. What else is there to do? They even had a, a scene that they kind of reignited from Gladiator of him walking with his hands touching the flowers as he's walking. I thought that was pretty cool. And I knew that was Gladiator as soon as I saw it because it felt you could feel that kind of sense of battle is won or battle is over or they're in the midst of the battle or whatever. Um, yeah, so that, that's, that scene did a lot for that moment too. So, and then out of nowhere, he's like stirring his tea over his fire, he looks up in the air, he sees something, and out of nowhere, here comes Captain Marvel just flying through his hut, and she hit him so hard, he falls back, she grabs him, puts his, her arms around him, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> I got excited, excuse me, puts her arms around his neck, starts choking him out, he starts moving around, she puts her feet on the gauntlet as she's trying to pry it off, and then out of nowhere, which was a really cool scene, freaking Iron Man Hulk Buster armor just kind of comes up from the fire, Woof, grabs the armor, grabs the gauntlet, a part of me, and then War Machine pops up on the other side. So they're all in. So you got War Machine, Captain Marvel and Iron Man and all their armor just kind of strapping them down and then out of nowhere cool man captain captain america walks in with the team behind him nebula and hawk or uh hawk yeah hawk and and, and thor and uh black widow and they're kind of like looking at thanos and they have a really quick conversation of course they're all butthurt that they lost and <laughs> thanos is kind of like okay it, it almost looked like he knew they were going to get him because, I mean, he wasn't really fighting, but I guess his destiny was even later knowing that, you know, when he finds out what they're trying to do and they're jumping back and forth in the time, even knowing that he still stated like, well, if my head was cut off, that's destiny. I, I supplied my destiny. Um, he really didn't care. So he really doesn't care. And they ask him, where's the stones? First thing he says, well, due to. The balance of, you know, the universe is 
such things had to happen to keep the stones is just temptation. <laughs> they like slap him up real quick. They didn't like that answer. And then they ask him again. I believe it was like Black Widow. Yo, where's the stones, bro? And Black Widow, you know, that was her, her question. And, and Thanos kind of just looked at them and said, I destroyed them. And they're like, yo, bull crap. Hey, bullshit. You didn't destroy them. You used them two days ago. He said, I used the stones to destroy the stones. <laughs> and then everybody's kind of like, yeah. Um, yeah. How about them eagles? Um, wh- what are we doing? Yeah, we're, we're just like, what are we doing here? Um, but everybody but Thor. Thor was kind of pissed off. And I believe the reason that Thor... Uh, well, I'll get there. The reason that he's kind of like kind of shummy the rest of the movie is because he felt as though that moment depended on him to kill Thanos and he didn't go for the head. So in a very swift motion in the middle of him talking to Thanos, talking to Nebula, hey, daughter, I guess I did let you down. And before he got another word out off his head, his head just comes flying off like just like that within the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. So when the head comes flying off, uh, they all kind of like look at each other and they're like, uh, what just happened? And Thor basically, he says, I aimed for the head, which Thanos and Affinity War, the reason Thanos got to snap those fingers is because Thor did not aim for the head, try to be egotistical, prideful, and aim for the heart. I'm going to kill you and I want to hear you say one last word when I do. So he aimed for the heart and Thanos didn't die. He says, you should aim for the head. And that's how that happened. Um, That's that. So fast forwarding. I believe that that movie, let's just I'm not going to review the whole movie. I think there's some really good parts in it. Um, My favorite part. I just feel like everything I talk about is going to be 20, 30 minutes. I don't want it to be like that, but I could talk about it for 20, 30 minutes. Um, scene by scene, 20, 30 minutes. That's how, <laughs> that's how much I could talk about this movie. Uh, I love the scene and it, it appears that everybody loved the scene all except one disgruntled, um, YouTuber, but out of a million, that's not that bad. And literally when Captain America was on that battlefield fighting and, you know, everybody, there was like waves of victory and waves of defeat all at the same time on that battlefield at the end. And Thor was kind of getting his ass handed to him. And we thought Thor was going to go in there, guns blazing, lightning, God, whatever, thunder God, like going in there, killing, wreaking havoc. But, oh, yeah, Thor's fat. That's right. Um, Because by losing in the previous installment um yeah he he didn't he wasn't happy he was found in some uh the new asgard playing fortnite with his homies um yeah pretty much everybody from thor ragnarok ragan is it ragnarf ragnarok ragnarok whatever i'm just not i don't feel like doing this right now but i'm just too excited i'm not gonna let another day slip um thor (laughs) ragnarok We'll go with that tonight. I'm usually better than this, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, in that movie, um, all his friends from that movie are kind of like there. And um, he's playing Fortnite with them. And uh, that's when 
Hawk was looking for him like, uh, Thor, what are you doing? And why do you have a belly? And yeah, Thor is let down in that movie. So um, he's, he's not feeling his greatest. So yeah, Thor's getting his ass handed to him. And out of nowhere, you know, nobody could have saved Thor in that moment. And then you see Thor's hammer just lift off the ground, but you don't know how it lifted. We all thought that it, well, I did, thought it was some kind of, um, you know, uh, understanding that Thor needed help and it's going to lift itself off the ground on some kind of like, you know, being one with Thor and kind of fly to Thor, something like that. But no, freaking, and I accentuate this with happy thoughts. Captain America picked Thor's hammer up, dude. And not only did he pick it up, he was whipping Thanos' ass with that hammer. And then he holds his hand out and the hammer comes back. And then you hear Thor kind of like, oh, I knew it. (laughs) That was great fandom. Those moments were wonderful. I thank Marvel. I thank the Rosso brothers. I thank everybody involved, the people that I... I don't know them all. I'm just giving you a rough draft here. I, I didn't study anything. I just went to watch a movie, guys, and I'm just giving you a review on it. That movie was great. Um, there was some emotional roller coasters in it. Um, there are some scenes with that kid that people seemed like they didn't know why there was a, a almost looked like he was like 16 year old kid, kind of like at the end of the formation in a funeral. Nobody knew who that was, uh, dude. Why don't you watch Iron Man 3 again? You notice that Iron Man like was like teaching this kid all this stuff when Iron Man was kind of like going through towns and ended up being helped by a kid. And then Iron Man kind of helped the kid. And then the kid's grown now. He's like, what, 16 or something? I don't know. I think he's actually like 14, but whatever. He looks a little older than that. But that's the kid. So that's why that scene is significant, because it shows you the multiple layers of people that these heroes affect beside you and me. Um, so that was a deep scene. And I don't think they really show much care that Black Widow died. She didn't come back and they kind of just was like, oh, where's uh, Agent Romanoff? You know, just like, where's, where's, where's Black Widow? Like, where's Black Widow? Uh, she didn't make it. Yeah. Um, the Soul Stone. Yeah. What happened was... We kind of like fought it out. I wanted to die. She wanted to die. Um, but yeah, I I tried to die. And then she stopped me from dying. And then she died. Yeah. And they kind of just was like, well, damn, that sucks. Well, <laughs> and they just kind of like moved on. See, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. But maybe that's not my fault. Maybe it's Marvel's fault for not giving her such a way to be exemplified in the Marvel comp in, in the Marvel universe. They they didn't really they didn't really give her what I believe is due. She could have been so much more badass. The same way Captain America was in the Winter Soldier after watching Captain America America, the regular one, we were kind of like, yeah, that's great and all. Captain America seems pretty cool, but yeah. You didn't really feel like he was that badass. And then all of a sudden, I think fans pretty much put that out there. And then he was just like kicking ass in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, they should have did that with her. They should have just like, all right, this is Black Widow. Give her a movie or something where she can just go ham on these guys, kick ass. 
we can believe in her. We could fear her a little bit. And I'm really not, you know, giving any kind of uh, justification for the fact that she died and nobody cared. Uh, Damn. I should show her more love and respect for that. I really I did enjoy her character amongst the rest of them. But I just feel like they could have done more with her. Um, besides just killing her and moving on to Iron Man, who got a whole funeral and the whole Marvel universe showed up. <laughs> and that'd be funny. That's the scene that X-Men showed up in. That's how serious his his freaking uh, funeral was. Everybody showed up. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I do want to say that the movie, like I said, besides these little tiny, tiny details of things that I personally wanted, it doesn't matter what I want. As a whole, the movie was wonderful. The movie was great. And I want to look at it. And I almost wish there was more movie, more movie to it. I wish there was another hour. You know, who cares? First time in history. I don't even know if it's first time in history. Let Just let it be a four and a half hour movie. And literally in the middle, do a 15 minute intermission and let us just walk around, you know, stretch, go to the bathroom, leave us off on a little cliffhanger and then just come back. I could have watched a five hour movie. I really wouldn't have cared. It was just that good. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to merge the Infinity War, you know, and call it like part one. And this is going to be part two. Or maybe they're not going to do a part one, part two at all. They're just going to merge them all together because that's kind of how they played. Um, And also, while I'm on that note and I'm remembering little sections of the movie, I didn't like the five year jump. And the apocalyptic world was kind of kind of decent. It was cool. Look, I'm totally undermining the themes of that. It was actually very great, but it's just that I just didn't I just didn't feel like going through that whole, oh, we're sobbing heroes. We all lost. But I do understand um, they added the human effect to it and made it real to us. Even humans lose. And Captain uh, America, even in defeat, he needed to help somebody. So he was at a, a almost like a, um, um, a, a roundhouse table. You know, having conversations like therapy, you know, and I do like how they had one of the creators. Well, they had the the creator of Thor there, I believe, you know, quote, don't quote me. I mean, Thor was in the <laughs> the meeting and I believe um, the creator of Thor was in the meeting and one of the writers was in the meeting and they played as, you know, regular people, you know, people that had problems. They were talking about their dates Stuff like that, things that they wish they could have done, things that they wish they did do. And um, Captain was kind of like part of that group. And he was just like, well, guys, you know, we have to still fight. We have to find a way to rebuild. And that just showed so much uh, credence to his not only character as Captain America, but his character as that human uh, human factor, never quit, never give up. The reason why I am worthy of holding that that hammer before we even got into that scene, you're seeing this man that was like like the real hero with no uniform. And that's the hero that we want to reflect in, the human factor. Because we're not heroes, you know, but in a sense, we all are. So, I mean, aren't the people that wrote that movie heroes? They made us feel that way, take us out of our basic worlds and put us into the world that they created. So in a sense, they're heroes. Stan Lee's a hero. So um, 
and rest in peace to Stanley. But he's a hero. Gave us reasons to want to be like the Hulk. Um, and even on DC, like reasons to want to be like Superman. How many people are fans of Batman? Uh, all my viewership just went away because I guess <laughs> DC and Marvel don't merge. And ever, ever since I mentioned Superman, everybody that's so invested into this movie is probably going to run. But come on, guys, we all work together here. We're all telling stories that are here to make us believe in hope, um, inspire each other to tell more stories. Um, that's what it's all about. And as far as this movie goes, yes, they're wrapping it up. Um, the Infinity Saga is, is wrapped up. But I do believe there's room for other things. And if you're a fan of the comics, and, and they, they know. I mean, there's other movies slated. But I'm thinking like more so later on, like Avengers vs. X-Men. That's got to happen. That's going to happen sooner or later. I don't know how they're going to get there. But in my opinion, I don't think they should rush it. I think they literally should just uh, take it slow. You know, introduce a couple of characters. Introduce a couple more characters, create a little tiny world, give us a reason to fight, uh, and then boom, Avengers vs. X-Men. Let us feel invested in the characters, guys. Um, please don't do a Justice League and meet a couple of superheroes and then we put them all together three years later. <laughs> Let us feel like we want that movie first. And I'm such a big fan of Justice League. But anyway, let us feel like we want that movie first. Let it build up. Don't just drop it on us. And I'm sure they're going to not just drop it on us. They're going to do exactly what I say anyway. They're going to do this the right way. They're going to make us feel totally invested. And they're going to keep putting in little hints and, you know, kudos to the original characters. I don't know. I like how Iron Man, after the movie was over, you heard him forging his, his armor See, a lot of people have conspiracies saying that Iron Man's not dead. Let's just <laughs> let's just close that chapter. Iron Man has moved on, but uh, an interesting way. And, and that whole scene was just kind of like, thank you, Robert Downey Jr., you know, the actor that portrayed Iron Man for basically helping forge this Marvel experience. So it was kind of like giving him his his credit, which. Robert Downey Jr. deserves an Oscar. He does. I don't care what you want to call a movie and forget all that crap. He was acting and he killed it. He deserves an Oscar. Um, it was wonderful storytelling. And um, I believe that there's a lot more to come. They already stated it. We don't know exactly how they're going to do it. Um, I, I do like how... Um, when they were all on that time machine, you know, and Captain America had to go back and put the stones in the right order so that it doesn't mess up the timelines and whatnot. He said, all right, I'm, I'm going to miss you. Bucky said, I'm going to miss you. And I think Bucky knew that Captain America wasn't going to come back. The rest of the Avengers didn't know. And Captain America went on and lived a, a long life with, uh, with, with his, his woman, you know, the one that he wanted to give that last dance to. He never got that dance. They lived a life, got married. He hands a shield to Falcon. But there's so many scenes. There's so many scenes. Just watch the movie. Look, I, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm just giving my quick experience. Um, I still felt like in that moment, like an X-Men was going to come back. 
or something or like X-Men or Professor X's wheelchair was going to kind of like appear on the, uh, the 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 time machine portal base platform or whatever. And then people were going to be like, oh, what's that? And you're going to see the X and we're going to know what it is. And then it's just going to cut off. That would have been pretty cool. But that wouldn't have been a way to end it all. So, yeah, I understand why they didn't do that. Um, and yeah, so moving forward, I would give this movie... Even with the things that I wish could have happened, it was perfect, man. It was you can't you can't invest twenty two years for one moment and say that it doesn't deserve or twenty sorry, you can't invest twenty two movies for one moment and say that it doesn't deserve every bit of you know praise that it does. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Period. There's so much more I want to say, but I'm just not going to say it. Maybe I'll make another reaction video to this or podcast, or maybe I'll make a reaction video for YouTube. This thing was just that big. Um, there's and, and to do it by myself, man, I kind of wish um, in this moment I had, you know, some people that saw this movie with me to talk about this because I'm totally missing a lot of things but i already know that i'm just giving some real quick highlights of what i felt about it great movie and it made me feel a way it made me feel pretty much crushed you know that iron man lost his life i understand why he did you know and even a scene in infinity war when spider-man was like oh mr mr stark i'm i don't want to die and he faded away Right. And then the reverse that. And then <laughs> he's living, but Iron Man's dying. And he's like, oh, Mr. Stark, you OK? And it, it was just kind of like he know he knows he's going to be OK. But he indirectly did it directly for everyone. For everyone else, it's the most selfless act. You know. The most selfless act. He did it for them. And they didn't even know. I don't even know if they knew they died. They just felt like there was a quick little, you know, moment where they fell asleep and they woke up. Here they are. Here's the mission. Let's fight. So our heroes, man, they deserve a round of applause, standing ovation. So that's what they're getting from me. And I hope if you don't feel that way. Take another look, you know, and maybe you'll feel that way when it's over. I hear the movie actually gets better the second time around and the third time around because the people are, a lot of people are on the fence thinking that this movie is not as good as Infinity War. But there's nothing wrong with thinking that because Infinity War was a great movie, too. But <laughs> really, when you go through it, yes, the beginning of this movie was slow. But it had to be, don't just be a man or a, a man, woman of, you know, action. There had to be a story and the story was executed perfectly. Um, I endeared it. I loved it. There were some scenes where uh, there was a lot of time heisting, you know, a lot of going back and forth in the first quarter of the movie that I personally wasn't a fan of that much, but I wasn't really upset about it. You know, I was just like, all right, here we go. We're going back 2014. I do kind of like how they they went back and they showed some of the finer moments of each of these Marvel movies. 
that built up to that moment. Because remember, they had to go back in time to get these stones. And when they would do that, they would kind of like run into, hey, son, (laughs) they would kind of like run into themselves in that timeline, looking at themselves. Sorry, the the themselves that they're looking at can't see them because they're kind of hiding, but they're looking at themselves. Um, So that really cool scene where they all kind of organize in the middle of Times Square. You already know what I'm talking about in 2012 Avengers, when they finally first kind of like organize and the camera's panning around 360 motion and they're all just like Avengers assembled. You know, that was a really sick scene. And you got to see it from the perspective of uh, a viewer, (laughs) you know, instead of being in the circle, you saw the perspective of them stalking themselves pretty much. And you could see it from a different perspective and also the perspective of uh, when Loki was like, uh, I'll take that drink now. And he was laid out on the ground and the Avengers were over top of him. Well, you saw from Loki's perspective in the movie, but in the perspective of um, Endgame, you saw it from the perspective of being behind the heroes. And they're kind of looking down at Loki. And then they, they showed you what Loki did from there. And then they walked downstairs and such and such. Loki takes the Tesseract and goes into another timeline. They screwed that up. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. But <clears throat> we'll get into that another time. Um, I enjoyed the movie, like I said before. Now I'm just having a good time talking about it over and over again. There's so many scenes, so many parts, so many moments, so many joyful moments, so many sad emotional moments, an emotional roller coaster, a ride to be remembered for life. I don't think a movie is going to be like this again. I don't think they're going to be able to make a movie like this again. But hey, shoot for the skies. Maybe you're the one that's going to make it or maybe me. Um, Who knows? But as of 2019, this is solidified in dust. Avengers Endgame. Wonderful. Hey, thanks guys for listening. This is probably my longest one yet. I had missed a lot. Who would have known? If I talked another two hours, it would have been the length of Endgame. Um, anyway, see the movie. If it's too late to say spoiler alert, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and hope to hear from you soon. This is in Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Signing out. Chowler.